Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media, and this is The Literary Gardener for May 23, 2019. The topic this time is Inspiration Awaits at Seven Locations on the Upcoming Community Garden Tour. May I a small house and large garden have, and a few friends, and many books, both true, both wise, and both delightful, too. Abraham Cooley, The Wish, in the Poems of Abraham Cooley, 1668. English poet Abraham Cooley wrote The Wish after he retired to his country home on the bank of the River Thames. He had enjoyed a long and illustrious writing career that had begun when he was just 10 years old. However, during his last years, Cooley devoted himself to the study of botany and wrote The History of Plants, a poem in six books. Cooley's stanza in The Wish is a particularly meaningful one for Mary Foster, who heads up the Community Garden Network through the Jackson County Master Gardener Association. Mary has spent the last several years building and working in community gardens in the Rogue Valley, as well as building Gardener Community through the networking program she initiated with the JCMGA in 2012. She agrees with Cooley that having a garden is important for a happy, healthy life. Mary told me recently, whenever I'm in a garden out in the open air, all the negativity in my life melts away. Sharing a sense of contentment in a garden with others is one reason Mary established the network, which will host its annual community garden tour from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Saturday, June 1st, at seven community gardens in Ashland, Phoenix, Medford, and Eagle Point. The free tour will showcase hundreds of garden plots tended by diverse gardeners who all share a feeling of contentment in the garden and a sense of value in growing healthy food and beautiful flowers. Mary said all of the community gardens are so different not only because their locations are diverse, but also because the plots reflect the individuality of the gardeners who tend them. Some garden plots are filled with only one type of vegetable. Others are brimming with colorful mixed flowers and veggies. Still others display whimsical garden art. All are unique. All are inspirational. Not only will tour goers be inspired by seeing all of the garden plots, gardeners will also be on hand at each location to share tips and answer questions. I spoke with Sandy Wine, manager of the Blue Heron Park Community Garden in Phoenix, who said the tours are a great way to spread the word about all of the opportunities that community gardens offer. The Blue Heron Park Community Garden has 23 large plots and a four-foot raised accommodation bed. The gardeners pitch in to manage the composting bins, and all of the gardeners use organic growing methods. In fact, a recipe for natural insect repellent will be available on tour day, as well as free organic vegetable and flower seeds. Sandy said she enjoys interacting with visitors who walk away amazed at the beauty and productivity of the garden, as well as the atmosphere of community and environmental stewardship. She received a $600 grant from the Community Garden Network this year, which will pay for an irrigation system for the perimeter garden and soil amendments. 
the Community Garden Network also gave $1,000 to the Access Food Share Garden on South Oakdale Avenue in Medford and $400 to the Eagle Point Community Garden. Sandy and other community garden managers attend monthly informational meetings hosted by the Community Garden Network. Jill Smedstad is Environmental and Community Engagement Coordinator for Southern Oregon University's Ecos Community Garden, located on Mountain Avenue in Ashland. Jill said the network provides a way to exchange information and to learn how other people manage garden challenges. The Ecos Community Garden at SOU includes about 60 plots maintained by community residents and SOU students and staff. Gardeners use organic methods to grow pollinator habitat and a variety of vegetables, including produce for the student food pantry. On tour day, Ecos Community Garden staff will host a free workshop on how to make recycled items for plant containers. Participants will leave with a container and lunch is provided. The workshop will take place at noon in front of SOU Family Housing, 1361 Quincy Street. Liv Mitchell is an environmental science and biology major at SOU who works in the Ecos Garden. She told me the tours are an awesome way to explore many different gardens in one place. People will have lots of fun just admiring the gardens, and maybe they will be inspired to become a gardener too. This year's Community Garden Tour features seven community gardens. For more information about the Community Garden Network and grants and a map of community gardens in the Rogue Valley, visit the Jackson County Master Gardener Association website at www.jacksoncountymga.org. So, are you thinking about growing in a community garden? Mary Foster, director of the Community Garden Network in the Rogue Valley, told me one of the wonderful things about growing plants in a community garden is that so many things are possible. Mary should know. She worked with teens from a youth shelter several years ago to establish the community garden at Blue Heron Park in Phoenix. More recently, she was instrumental in developing the Union Park Community Garden in West Medford. Mary shared useful information for people who are thinking about growing in a community garden. Working in a community garden is a great way to learn how to grow plants. New gardeners have ready access to more experienced gardeners who usually love to talk about their garden successes and challenges. Many community gardens also host monthly workdays that provide hands-on learning. Working in a community garden also benefits experienced gardeners who are new to the Rogue Valley and want to learn how to grow plants in our local conditions. Community gardens are a great place for newcomers to meet other garden enthusiasts. There are about 24 community gardens in Jackson County. With so many locations, it's not hard to find a community garden nearby, so you won't have to travel far to garden. Some gardens, such as the Community Garden at Blue Heron Park, have enabled garden plots, which are built high enough to make gardening easier for people in wheelchairs or who have other physical disabilities. If a community garden near you doesn't have these accommodations, then apply for a grant from the Community Garden Network. Community gardens provide water, soil, and tools for free or a small membership fee. So new gardeners don't need to spend a lot of money to start gardening, and gardeners don't have to lug items back and forth. However, it's a good idea to invest in a pair of gardening gloves, wide-brimmed hat, 
sunscreen, and a water bottle. Gardening in a community garden doesn't need to be time and energy intensive. Find out which crops or flowers are easiest to grow. Start small or share a plot with someone else. If you go on vacation, there's always someone around who will help out in your garden plot while you're away. Community gardening thrives from friendly participation and good gardening etiquette. Keep your plot maintained and the pathways weeded. Keep tools clean and replaced after use. Avoid growing tall plants that will shade a nearby plot. Resist the temptation to pick plants and produce from other garden plots. And observe garden restrictions against using chemical and or non-organic pesticides and against growing marijuana. Most of all, get ready to enjoy an awesome experience in a garden with others who love gardening as much as you do. And that's all from the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening.